apparently this thing is having either ridiculous uh, technical difficulties. No, not sure what the hell is happening, but hello, hello. The show must go on. Uh, how you guys doing? Peasant chat. That's right. Sunday peasant chat for the poor people. Today we're going to talk about Hertz saying they're going to dump the Tesla fleet of their cars and they're citing, a, believe it or not, they're citing costs. Like maintenance fees, I, I always thought that some of the biggest selling points for Teslas was the fact that they didn't have a lot of, you know, oil changes. You don't have to fill up, blah, 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 blah. But if you actually think about the fact of how people use their rental cars, they beat them to within an inch of their lives. And then they have to bring them back either with a full charge or typically what happens is you don't bring it back with a full charge because it's super inconvenient depending on where you're located. And then all of a sudden you get into your rental car, you go, you get out of the airport, you get your Tesla, you think you can have a full battery because you would think Hertz has charging stations. They don't. And then all of a sudden you get in it and it says 35% charge remaining. And you go back in and you start complaining and you're like, wait, uh, so now you have to charge it right away. That's right. You got to get in your Tesla, go somewhere, charge it for about 30 or 40 minutes and then get on your way in major inconvenience. And Hertz said, we're done with this shit. Like, we are literally done fucking around with this shit. So we can talk about that. We can talk about a lot of female car influencers after my video last week that went semi-viral. The, they have reached out to me, and they were thanking me. They were like, hey, we appreciate the fact that you're appreciating car content that doesn't have to do with ass but unfortunately, those women don't get noticed. And I, I was speaking to a girl that said, look, I have a YouTube channel. I have an Instagram and I'm having trouble gaining followers. How can I help without literally showing my ass? I gave her some pointers and tips. So hopefully she takes my advice into account. But at the end of the day, you kind of got to know stuff. You kind of got to know some car shit just because you're pretty and you cover yourself up fully. Like, no, like, I don't even know what your hair looks like. When you're a lady in the car space, you kind of have to show at least your face. So, And then you have to have some knowledge and make it interesting. Don't just do oil changes and car washes. At the end of the day, not a lot of people are going to really gravitate towards that. And we can finally talk about more four-valve stuff. I got a lot of four-valve engine builders with their panties in a bunch because they say, I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to key cutting. Well, I do know what I'm talking about when it comes to drive systems, way more than they would ever do it. Now that I have exposed some of the techniques four valve builders are using, a lot of people are going, wait a minute, if there's billet adjustable keyways on the market, why not use those? We'll talk about all of that, but not before we have Mr. Bill O'Reilly say hello to the people. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. It absolutely yeah. sucks. So we're going to have the sponsors uh, be uh, laid out here. That's right. The people that re-upped. Thank you so much. And thank you for, to Mandy Singh, a.k.a. JD Swag. Hook me up with this nice little thumbnail. Thank you. Two Auto Solution. Rami Saidang. He is blown away about my situation and he deals with dodge chevy and ford and he's like i have installed nsr cams on gt500s and they've made 1100 1200 horse i would never go out of my way to cut keys to gain two degrees dnap performance dnap performance.com dnap performance the best online parts house period they pay their bill they're the sponsor for the show pmas nick james and pmas that's right the 
three main sponsors that decided to re-up and get back on the program so we can highlight them all year long with the new payment structure. If you're interested in, in re-upping for the show or becoming a sponsor or like, why don't you put me on your shit? Well, look, at the, at the end of the day, this has to. This has to make money, okay? This show has influenced a whole bunch of four-valve builders to sell snitch. That's right. Let's talk about that. So in the video that I posted the other day showing about how drive systems work and what the key failure points are for some of the drive systems that I worked with when I was way back in the day doing other stuff, four-valve builders were like, no, that, this is common practice. We've been doing like, like this for 20 years. It's never been an issue. Okay, well, that's okay. If you're building cars and the tolerances aren't that tight, I guess I could understand you not having any issues if there is a little slack on the on the cam gear and over time, let's say it gets loose, you're never even going to notice an issue. You're not going to notice a degree or two. But Alejandro Flores's motor had a cam gear failure at the keyway. So what I'm going to do is actually I should do that. Let me um let me cue that up. So I had a cam gear failure at the keyway and the key was not cut. When you look at the video, in the about the five minute mark of the teardown video, what you'll notice is that the key broke right at, let me see where I could, where can I find it? Right here, let me, let me, let me look, let me look. The key broke right, the, the, the gear broke right at the key way or the key itself. I'll wait, I'm waiting for it to zoom in because I don't want to give up any stuff. Boom, right here. So this is my, um, my old motor, oh my God, what's happening? Why isn't this thing working? Oh, display capture. Oh, this display capture is not being my freaking friend. Can I go all the way over here? No, I can't. Oh, you gotta love it when I'm trying to make it happen. Uh, display capture, automatic. Let me see if this thing picks it up. There we go. Perfect. So let's zoom in. You see right there? That's my old gear. Let me see if they zoom in a little more. Perfect, thank you very much. Guess where it failed? right at the key literally right at the key okay now seeing this right there that doesn't look like it's modified right that looks like a pretty damn robust key big fat and it either broke there or there chicken or the egg but it looks like it broke right at the key because bink the key is now a three-piece so this is an unmodified uncut key on the gear that broke previously so alejandro flores is going wait a minute the previous motor with regular size chains regular size stuff lasted for years i mean four or five years two step eight thousand passes and it had powdered metal gears Un uncut key the cams didn't apparently need to be degreed all that much unless the other gear was slotted who knows again i'm going by what the evidence that's in front of me so then they were saying that's not a big deal that shouldn't be an issue what the hell i'm like okay but it's a failure point it's a potential failure point so what are you going to do about that as a guy that has a little bit of an experience with some of that stuff like eventually you're going to go I, I might not want to co-sign on that stuff because at the end of the day, it might be an issue. Let's not get too into the weeds and say hi to the people because I can get going and it'll be an hour before I say hi to the people here. 2000 MCR, Mini by Madman, Dixon, 225, Clean Night, 3GT, Joey G, B. Lovis, Darren Harper, Travis, Jared Wells, Josh Roy, Cody Kelly, Monty, 540, Nuxo, JD, 
Swag, Mini by Batman, Big Guns, Michael Oreno, Angel Puerto Rico, Agent Orange, Mini by Batman again, Smoking, ZX14, Chris Powell, B2, Viatori is in the house, EP is in the house, Brian Terry, Craig Walls, Mr. Bill at noon and himself, Justin Blackfire, or Blackfire Performance, uh, TJ Sikorsky, Ken Phillips, M. Garland, Gregory Upfitch, JC3, Slater, Clip Clop the Horse, Matt Oliver, Dylan, Ed Diaz, Smoking, Dylan, 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 Timo, Peter Chow, EPA says, yikes, never admit to buying a Pro Charger. Look, Pro Chargers are fine as long as you're not looking to make a thousand with it with a with a freaking auxiliary pulley on the shit. James NJ, Gregory Upfitch, Black Betty, Cody Lewis, Reekin 5 Eliza's Auto, more people more boost, Thunder Biscuit, Jack Stand, Brian Van Etter, and let's all the, get all the way to the bottom. I could keep talking all that shit. Hatch, Stephen Contreras, Jay Green, JL, 60s Corn Racing, Allen, JMC. Now, after showing that, a lot of people were like, well, that's not a big deal. I'm like, okay, well, then I had that fixed, and then I had a subsequent failure. And people were like, well, well, we don't know that your slotted key caused a failure. Yes, but that doesn't mean that the slack that that key allowed allowed a potential issue with piston and valve clearance. The previous builder, from what I can tell because I didn't take it apart, did not cut the keys. The cams are installed on the keyway, unslotted. And the car lasted four years until a, either the guide pin on the uh, tensioner or the follower uh, broke. And then maybe it caused slack and maybe a chain failed or the gear failed just over time. And it caused the chain break and the chain breakage and the guide pin subsequently to be broken on the follower. Okay. Or the guides. Okay, fine. Chicken or the egg. So now motor gets rebuilt, slotted gears go into place. Two watt pulls later, it starts to make less and less power. And then upon disassembly, valves are stuck open. If you are relying on the pressure of the washer to hold the gear back, why have a key there at all? Some say it holds it in place while we're torquing down, while we're torquing down the washer, it holds the gear sort of in place. Well, let's say you dial it in within an inch of its life and you want it to exactly where you want it. Don't you think when you finally finish torquing it that it'll probably not be in the spec that you put it at? Like dead nuts? Oh, we reject that. Oh, so you loosen, tighten, loosen, tighten, check, and the key keeps the gear in place. I'm blown away that in 2024 where there are billet versions of adjustable gears, people don't use them. Mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. So we can talk about that. We're, the, the car girl thing is interesting because the women that would reach out to me say, thank God you talked about this. We don't co-sign on it. And then I go to their Instagram and some of their early posts are asses out. And I went, well, you're, you're telling me that you're happy that I'm talking about this stuff, but you used to do that shit. So, and you kind of currently do that shit. If you're in front of your car with the horse pose and your ass is showing and your car's in the background and 70% of the photo is your ass, then you are sexualizing your car content. Sorry. So when they say, I'm so happy you'd, you called this out. You're mad. You're happy I called it out because the girl that is more successful has a nicer body. Yours isn't up to par, and you're mad that people don't like your photos as much as they like hers because her ass, tits, face, and, and general sexuality is better than yours. It was a weird thing to navigate. And on the Hertz thing. So the Hertz thing is interesting to me because there was a big um, media love affair with Tesla. And I'm blown away that the media loved Tesla stuff so much, 
but didn't understand that the infrastructure is just not set up for it still. I said the only way I could buy a Tesla is because I live near a supercharger, but it's literally two blocks away in a Wawa, and you could supercharge to your heart's content, or if you own a home, have solar panels, and you're willing to invest in being off the grid, that makes sense, and have it to be a daily. I, I still don't think until Teslas can be filled up or charged fully, at least 80%, within 10 minutes, just like a gas vehicle, I just don't think the regular customer is going to understand what to do. Do you know how many people rent cars and they beat them within an inch of their life? Don't really know anything about cars. Sometimes they, sometimes I've seen people literally come to a stop and confuse the brake with the gas. So imagine now you have a Tesla that has regenerative braking. It doesn't have a gear selector. You know, it, it, it's, it has too many things going on in the dash and you're totally distracted. And you read somewhere that these things drive themselves and then you're going down the highway and just let go of the steering wheel and let Jesus take the wheel or Elon. And then it crashes into a curb and you're like, wait, what the hell happened? I thought, I thought this thing was supposed to drive itself. People aren't educated enough on the new technology to offer it for, for rent. So I think it was a, a nice, I don't know, clickbaity thing to do. But Hertz, according to Hertz, that they, they have high maintenance costs. So what is the highest maintenance cost on a Tesla? The tires. That's right. Teslas and most electric battery electric vehicles are heavy. A forklift is like 11,000 pounds, okay? Like it's, it, a battery forklift is insanely heavy. A battery electric vehicle is insanely heavy in comparison to a similarly equipped vehicle. So if you have a Model 3 and a, and a Camry, well, the Model 3 is going to be probably 1,000 pounds heavier. And it's going to have instant torque. So that friction hitting the road is going to wear out your tires faster. And people are blown away that when they look under the tire, you know, when they look, they get a service and they go, you need new tires. Now, what do you mean I need new tires? Well, this is an all-wheel drive, 800 foot-pound, 800 pound-feet of torque, all-wheel drive car. And you launch it all the time. Do you don't think the tires are going to wear? The tires don't need to spin to wear. All you need to have is a high frictional coefficient, a high friction value between the tire and the road based on the weight and the torque to basically wear out those tires faster. So that seems to be the highest maintenance cost overall. We'll get to your questions, comments, and concerns because it is the peasant chat. Someone says indexing the flywheel is a thing on cars after 2007. There goes the hot water. Damn, Alex is going to get some DMs about that. Hertz paid Tom Brady a shitload for that commercial. Keyway not important. Do a clutch on 370Z. Follow Keyway for the flywheel. I bet you won't start. I've seen in multiple DIY techs working at a dealer. When somebody says the key does not matter because other manufacturers press on their keys, have tapered, tapered fits, or rely on a washer, that's fine for OEM. So maybe they have a high piston to valve clearance, so it's not that crucial. Maybe they have a high, maybe piston to valve clearance isn't a thing, maybe the RPMs aren't severe. This is a race motor. The cams are made, I think, and I'm not 100% on this, are the cams made out of a different material than stock cams? Like, like on Mustangs, cams are, uh, not hollow, but let's just say they're not like this billet piece. You know what I mean? Whereas aftermarket cams, I think they make it out of a different material than the OEM does. So now you are driving something higher than the RPM that the manufacturer intended, potentially have a heavier rotating assembly because of the materials, potentially have a 
tighter spring. Yes, now the lobes are pressing down on a tighter spring because you have aftermarket pack springs. And then you're relying on a factory gear, which I had one break on the key. Show it on video. It broke on the key. And now you are basically relying on that gear with a slotted key, less of a footprint to do the same job. And then you start talking OEM bullshit. Well, the, well uh, factory Cobras don't come that way. This isn't a factory Cobra. Dodges don't come that way. This isn't a Dodge. This is a race motor with aftermarket stuff with tighter springs with high RPMs and a two-step. You have to take all that into account. These guys that are building these motors, by the way, one guy was like, I can't, I, I hope YOLO doesn't see me filing down this key because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And guess what it was? It was a gear, a cam gear on a vice. Guys, can you can you put on the chat what what you should put on the jaws of a vice if you don't want the part to get messed up? Can you tell me what you put on the vice to protect the gear that you're grinding? He had it on a vice with no aluminum jaw and no maybe cushioning device and clamping down on it, grinding it down with a drill, telling me that's how quality engines are built. So if that's the case, okay, I will give you guys this. If that's the, thank you, wood, wood, plastic protectors, brass jaws, or rubber, none of that was in that photo. So, which I appreciate because I would never recommend a motor get built by that person. That's all. Now, if this show doesn't matter, you have nothing to worry about. Why are you tripping? If this show doesn't matter and it's being run by a guy that doesn't know anything, why the fuck are you tripping balls about this situation? Just go on about your life. Oh, wait, it might matter? Oh, Alex might have a little bit of, let's just say, chops and backing, and people might believe what he says, and they might want the best for their build. Oh, you weren't telling your customers that's what you're doing? You were not telling your customers this is the modus operandi of four-valve builders? And now they're aware, and you're mad that they're aware that Alex is telling them, hey, this is probably not a good idea because A, B, C, and D. And that's why you're mad. Because the 20-year method of cutting keys to gain a couple of degrees on cams that probably don't need that super tight, finite adjustment, which the difference is maybe four horse at watt and maybe a little bit of an idle characteristic, you are now dialing it in but absolutely weakening the life. They've been doing it like that for years. Stock with a 6,000 RPM limiter and no two-step? Okay. And a soft limiter? Okay. No problem. Aftermarket, rotating assembly, tighter springs, and two-step, and high RPMs. Please, please stop building motors. Go back to do whatever the fuck you do. Stop building motors. Or build motors, and everyone in my audience that believes me, I would say stay away from all four-valve motor builders that think that this is an okay process to do. That's all. And whether you think I am looking out for you or not, that's up to you. I would never say something... Like, I would never say, yeah, this is legit. Based on all of my experience, this key cutting is super legit. I totally get why they do it. When I have asked everyone I know, now think about it. Think about the, t the people that I have access to. 
Think about the people that um, I deal with on a day-to-day basis. Think about the shops. Think about everything I know and have done in my years of just tuning. Forget Millwright stuff. Tuning. And all of them agree this is a shit process. Getting called out for a shitty practice of grinding keys makes them mad like hoes getting called hoes. How many people ask you, who do you recommend for certain parts? I bet you make companies a lot of money every day. I have a guy right now that is uh, sort of tiptoeing around this situation. The motor he's got is at where my motor got built. And he's having second thoughts. And I said, look, if you trust him, trust him. All you. He's like, but I did it because of your recommendations. And that's where I feel the worst. Because I trusted somebody to do something. I didn't believe that they would fuck this up. And then if I didn't take it apart myself, I wouldn't have known that this was an issue. Again, did that cause my valve event? No, but something did. And based on what I see, it, it's not because of something I did. I can't move the cams on that fucking tune. It mechanically failed. And once they start looking for excuses, I'm done with that person. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to give them a second chance to fuck me over. I'm good. I'm going to take it to a motor builder, pay the extra money, and oversee the process myself. That's all. That's all I'm going to do. So this person has a motor over there, and he's like, oh, the motor builder's bad at you. He's mad at me? I'm the one that's out $10,700. I'm the one that's probably not going to get any money back. I'm sure as fuck going to invoice him. So the status on the money, Alex Sr., is that I am waiting to get charged to fix what's wrong. So obviously, I have to buy... A complete new cam t- uh, uh, chain timing set. I'm, I'm ditching the 10 millimeter stuff because it's not necessary. It's just not necessary be- based on the previous stuff and senior stuff. And 8,000 of my customers that have 13, 11 to 14 DG500s with stock stuff making 1,100 for years and years and years and LM NSRs on the bitch. So I'm just going to go copy that. How much you want to make? 1,100. This is the recipe. Oh, this guy wants to degree my cams in. No. If you have a coyote, don't lock your cams. Why the fuck are you locking your cams on a coyote? So if your motor builder says lock your cams on a coyote, what's your power goal? 1100? Take that motor out of there. Take it somewhere else. Like I've explained this. And this is why I went on a rant about illuminators before. I went on a rant about illuminators before because of the coyote game. Guys, I trust maybe two coyote builders. Four valve guys, I trust zero except maybe L&M. Because I like Michael Rauscher. I think he's just a wealth of knowledge. But I don't think he's friendly with Lund right now. Maybe because of some intake cam shit. Right? Intake only cams to me are a waste of fucking time. Predator spec cam, Vaya con Dios, or a stock cam, Gen 2 and up. Because we've gone sevens with them. What's an LNM intake cam going to do that uh, on a, in a Gen 2 or a Gen 3 that a stock cam can't? Oh, but Alex, I saw this guy say it made 100 plus horsepower. Not a problem. You want us to co-sign on those cams? Tell us the angles at what RPM. Tell us the angles at what RPM. And if we put it there and it doesn't make the power, we're just going to say, keep your stock cams in there. We've done the test. We've done the testing. We've done it all. We don't go by recommendations based on emotions. We go by data. We're data-driven people. So if an LNM NSR and a 14 GT500 makes 1,100 horsepower, 25 PSI, and a 10 to 1 compression bottom end build, that done. Repeat. Rinse and repeat the process. And and you give four valves a bad name. <laughs> so does trying so does keying the crank leave it reliable for blower torque? Forgive me for that stupid question. Just enter the chat. You guys want to hear something funny? Because we're talking about bolts retaining things. Listen, bolts 
retaining things that spin. What do big blower builders do to the keys on the crankshaft? Tell me, if keys don't matter generally, what do big engine, uh, big blower motors do to the crankshaft on the key? Specifically, go. Tell me. Let me see. Let me look it up. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll see I'll see if you guys can 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 kind of uh, uh, track as to what I'm saying. Uh, da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Let me see. Let me see. I want to see the backside of one. Heyo. Um, put it on the chat. What do big power blower builds do to the crank key section to make it more strong? More stronger. <laughs> Man, I was hoping to find a good photo of it because mine has it, but I cannot find a good photo of it. Let me see if some of you on the chat found it. Add keys. Exactly. What do big blower builds and motor builders do to strengthen the balancer on the crankshaft? They add keys. Why would you add keys? If they don't matter, why would you add keys or pin it? Alex is totally different. It's a retaining mechanism. The big bolt goes in on one key if 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 the pressure of the bolt is keeping everything in place why the fuck do they add another key on the crankshaft on a balancer on big blower builds so take that exact same thought process and bring it to the cams no no totally different it's a retaining mechanism Stop it, stop it, stop it. You motor builders don't even understand fucking logic because Acufab does it this way. This racer does it this way. That racer does it this way. Meanwhile, he double keys the crank. Well, that's different. Oh, make it make sense. The bolt is 120 foot-pounds on the crank, on the cam gear, Alex. It's not going nowhere. Okay, take that same logic and apply it to your ATI dampener down, down there. Alex just got back from Mazlatan. We'll binge watch the other streams. So when when do I when do I send my five to rebuild? You don't recommend Kayare anymore? Whatever that is. Also thinking of getting an SRT eight as a new daily. Um, honestly, if you're gonna get your motor, I wouldn't get your motor rebuilt. Uh, uh, like a stock rebuild? Or are you gonna do like rods and pistons? You got to let me know. You got to be a little more specific. SRTA, as long as there are no, um, you know. As long as your neighborhood doesn't sound like that at night, I think you're okay. Nice shirt, Poppy. Thank you. Dixon stuff is nice stuff. I have a couple of them. They're a little oversized. I kind of fucked up, but I like I like the pattern, so I'll just wear them when it's, you know, I'll just tuck them in or whatever. But these, this one's perfect. Um, EPA says, four valve engine builders are sweating. Their bullshit has been called out, and they're all on notice. Why add a second key on the crank dampener on big blower builds? Uh, well, it's it's just it's just insurance. Wait, wait, what? Ex excuse me, what? It's just insurance. Insurance for what? For, for for the for the crank for the dampener not to spin on the crank. I'm like, hmm. So you don't trust that one key? No. Well, I just had 
two failures, and I saw a slotted key, and I saw where on the key way of the cams after about 300 miles. You don't think eventually that was going to fail too? <laughs> I've seen stock LS with bolt-ons walk, crank the bolt-off, but Alex, you should have flashed the keyway delete too, and I pretty much did. Alex has come a long way. Fuck yeah. JMCG says, and most balancers are press fit and still use keys. It's got a retaining bolt. It's got an interference fit, and it's got a and it's got a key. Yeah, but you got to double key it. Apply the same thought process to a cam. Make it make sense. Even lug nuts back off a bit uh, on semis, even with crush washers and 2,000 foot-pounds of torque. Keys are common sense. Alex, would you sleeve a Z06 block for power or plan on getting a 2650? So airborne, that is 100% a Alec Bledsoe question. Unfortunately, on LS and LT stuff, I see that you have to build the motor to make big power. I'm saying 1,000 plus reliably, unless it's an LS9. The LS9, your cam heads, and about 24, 20, 20, 20 PSI if the cam is spec'd out properly and the heads are flowing nice and you have good IATs. 20 PSI, 9 to 5 compression or 10 to 1 if you build it, cam heads, and the thing's going to make 1100 to the wheel. Not a problem. The problem on the C6Z06 is the, I don't think the motor is as, as robust as the LS9. I think you still have to put bigger cubic inches in it to make big power so it all depends on your power goals but according to alec bledsoe he said i'd love a 2650 on a c7 that's like exactly the the perfect combo but i don't trust the lt stuff enough in stock form to handle big power i'm saying 900 plus without getting into the motor big time but again that is 100 percent a uh, Alec Bledsoe late model performance question. Alex is dressed like my dad. Dressed, <laughs> I'm about to go fishing. Uh, just says, well, well, well. Um, these bolts are a one-time use as well. I wonder if they were new bolts. I don't know. I'm thinking they were because it's a new timing set. What do you think of the new VMP ice tank? It's a t it's an ice tank. An ice tank is an ice tank is an ice tank. They made it out of rubber. They made it out of this. They, it's, 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 it's a bunch of shit going on. I don't think it's any better or worse than what's currently out there. Maybe because it, it, it's built out of a different material. It doesn't sweat. looks to be good quality. So I wouldn't poo-poo any of their ice tank stuff. I would just stay away from their throttle bodies and, and tuning. <laughs> Nestor Berrios says, On my LS6, GM did not use the key around the balancer. And guess what's a common failure on the LS6 CTSV Z06s? Alex, I have some for you. Knowledge building experience on the 500. Check with PBH. Hatch 450 says, I'm in Florida. There's a million fast C7 Z06. I'm happy with 900 rural horsepower. More key, more better. Key fails equals tuner's fault. I've seen single keyways break on big blowers. Villian Derouge says, Alex looked like he's on his way to get drunk at his son's Little League football game. <laughs> ah, that's funny. I guess those guys don't use castle nuts or cotter pins on any of their suspension parts. Um, so... Uh, Oh, okay, didn't want to say his name because I didn't hear his name being said. Yeah, again, you haven't heard his name be mentioned. I'm just, when people ask me on the backside, hey, yo, uh, Patreon, Instagram, Facebook, or my ticket system, I go, hit up LNM. The LS7 wall are kind of thin. Dart and sleeves would be big money. Um, Devar says, flannel daddy. Uh, Hatch 450 says, a ported blower in Florida is a bad idea. Already hot here and uh, on meth and corn. You're not wrong. The only time... The only time you uh, have a good time with a big blower car down here is during the winter, which is 
November through maybe March, it's under 60 degrees. But that doesn't mean it's not going to be 80 one of those days. It's crazy down here. I love it, though. It's fucking tropical. It's beautiful. Uh, who cares? Man, Alice, I didn't know you fished. I'm going to send you a new poll. Pause. Um, Pookie Mobile, pit live. Smoking ZX14 says, Matt Oliver, I did go down one size pulley. Okay, they're talking about this stuff. I ordered a new CHCO6, fully loaded, built Friday. Monty540 says, wondering if you cut the key for piston to valve or just for cam position. Probably cam position. I am willing to sacrifice... 25 horsepower at 7,000 RPMs on an 1,100 plus horsepower build to have key integrity. Like, guys, key integrity. Like, leave the key alone. If the, if, if the, oh, the cam center line and the, the optimum power angle, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, no, no. Look at, look at the dickhead. Put it straight up. Rotate it. See what piston and valve is and then see if it's if the juice is worth the squeeze like is the juice worth the squeeze to to have tight piston about clearance guys i haven't even mentioned the, the spring stuff like i'm blown away the springs were reused mind blown the springs were reused and remember the intake springs are different than the exhaust springs on gt500s they're labeled intake and exhaust and they have different rates so my builder right now says i want everything so what do you mean he goes i want your rockers I want your lifters and I want new cams. I said, yes, sir. Because he saw the stuff laid it out on the table and he said, this is shit. I really don't want to tell you to buy new stuff because that hurts me. Cause I know it's going to be big money, but I think you should get new cams on it. That's all I want to hear. If he's like, I'm not comfortable sending these heads out, rebuilding them and giving them back to you with that cam or those cams, because they look pretty fucking jacked up. And then he saw the keyway. He's like, this is stupid. This is shit. And I go, okay, explain to me like I am a child what's shit about it. And he did for two hours. And I was like, okay. And then Senior absolutely parroted what he said. And we went through a bunch of different things, a bunch of different builds, a bunch of different numbers, and a bunch of different variables and parts that are available out there and talked to the people that carry the good stuff, the billet stuff. Then I opened my cocksucker. Then I opened my fucking yap. I don't just fly off the cuff with shit. That's not how I do it. Um, why do you look like you're going to go milk some bulls? <laughs> um, would be nice. Negative 38 today without the wind. You can ask. Yeah. Sask weather. Nardi Mercado says, I'm blown away that Turvey isn't in the chat. Alex doesn't ask him for advice. Uh, I have a 2011 GT, so the LRX is pointless to me, but I'd love to have one specific hardware. I love. I currently have the RT, and I'm going to go logging, switching tunes for my phone. Okay, so let's talk about LRX. LRX has been released. 100 units sold in a week. Listen again. 100 LRXs have been sold in one week. New orders, not people trading in their RTD. New orders. Shout out to you people that absolutely um supported now let's talk about the flashing on f-150 because that's what i learned the most about up at lund racing so right now if you have a 21 to 23 f-150 what you have to do to flash your vehicle is the following you have to remove the pcm do you have a 21 to 23 f-150 go outside right now take a look at the pcm take a look where it's located it's a pain in the butt to remove it looks accessible there it is right there i'm staring at it right behind the battery right there Go ahead, take it out. It's a motherfucker. So you take it out, you send it somewhere, they unlock it. Now 
That unlock cost you money, shipping, time, and then you got to put it back in. Then you got to buy another device and then flash it through the OBD2. Cool. LRX. You flash it all the time under the hood. I know. Sounds kooky. But think about it this way. You have the cable. You disconnect all three connectors from the F-150 computer. Boom, boom, boom. Because all you need is the PCM, not the body control module, not anything else that's tied to the PCM. Just the PCM. So you remove three connectors, plug in one connector. Open your hood. You have a special cable that connects to your battery, powers on the LRX. It flashes in a minute. One minute, maybe a minute and a half. It sucks off the stock file. It uploads the custom tune. You go inside, OBD2 plug it, and now you can data log to your heart's content. So, yes, you got to open your hood and flash all the time. But you'd never have to rip out the computer, send it out, come back, put it back in, pay for that, that service, then flash everything through the OBD. Everything is flashed under the hood, which is not a big deal, and it flashes in one minute. Now, the LRX software is wonderful. I, I, the exporting process is streamlined. Not as streamlined as this guy used to be, but it is pretty damn good, and I got trained up on doing that. The next thing is now getting trained on removing um, logs and extracting logs and then maybe going through that and maybe providing the logs to the customer because right now the customer can't view his own logs. Everything goes up to a cloud, comes back. But again, at the end of the day, 11 through 2023 uh, GT Mustang, all OBD2 flashing. Only F-150, 21 and up, needs flashed under the hood, but it's a minute flash when you remove all three connectors and only install one. And on the on my end of things, I do everything similar. I just then export it in a different fashion. And I'm telling you, it is just wonderful. And I'm so happy. And a hundred of you bought an LRX. So shout out to you guys. How did you end up with the builder on that so-called hacked motor? Who recommended him to you? So Crown Victoria Lifestyles, you're a fucking nut. You're a window licking fucktard. So, okay. This builder, I thought... Okay, he has built some GT500s that make good power. Most of them had LNM NSR cams. Most of them had regular cams, nothing crazy. Okay, and they made good power. So I said, okay, I don't know that LNM would take my, my motor on. I didn't know that, I didn't know even modular head shop existed. But I thought, okay, seeing as he has made some mistakes in the past with people I know, I can't imagine he's not going to do his due diligence on this motor, right? So I said, look, it's already built. I had a valve train failure, fixed what's broken, gave me some quotes. I said, well, let's just go all the way because, you know, let's go all the way and do it. And then when it comes back, I'm starting to notice QC issues. The O-ring was kinked on the, on the uh, water pump. I didn't mention that. I didn't mention that at all. Did you hear me talk about the water pump leaking? No. But then I look and it looks like someone slammed. Slammed. The water pump in, the O-ring was broken, and okay, after the car was completely built and running, I noticed a leak. I had to blow the front end apart and replace the water pump O-ring. No big deal, right? Then I had the number five cylinder have oil on the spark plug, and I go, how the hell is that happening? How, how is oil on the spark plug? I don't even understand that process. Then I have to now get well-versed and understand, okay, 
There are gaskets underneath that. And then I noticed that those new cam covers have a broken stud in one of them. So I go, okay, now I'm starting to get fucking pissed off. Because now it's cumulative. It accumulates. All the little problems start to add up. Water pump, oil in the plug, fix that. When I remove the cam cover, I notice a broken stud in one of the things that holds down the coils. I go, okay, this is starting to look like I'm, I, I received a bunch of junk. When I look underneath of the cam cover, I notice that the, uh, uh, where, the, oh, where, where the gasket sits, it looks like someone hacked away at it. And I went, wait a minute. It looks like somebody like took a screwdriver and like was cleaning it and hacked away at the material. That was the leak path for the oil. So I said, bro, this thing's leaking. I reached out to him. I said, this thing's leaking. Oh, well, uh, you know, those are 17-year-old cam covers. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you saying, are you starting to say weird shit? Well, uh, it's not my fault they're 17-year-old cam. You provided them. Right? I didn't mention any of this before, right? But now, let's just air it all out. Oh, 17-year-old, they don't make them no more. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Um, they don't make them no more. 17-year-old. Well, guess what? You know, the crazy thing is, I'm one of these psychos that has this thing called uh, internet connection. And I go, hmm, what is this? 5.4 liter. 5.8 modular valve covers for 10 millimeter GT40 supercar timing chains. Well, ain't that a bitch? What are these? Hmm, they look pretty new. I said, mm, you know, I wonder why was he tripping about these things are old? These look pretty new. These look really nice. Does L&M have some kind of some kind of uh, cornering the market? Why didn't you just say, hey, Alex, I'm going to buy you a new set of uh, cam covers and uh, powder coat them. And um, you can you don't mind paying the extra 700 bucks. I said, no, don't mind. But no, what did I get? I got eBay stuff. That's right. He said, oh, I got them on eBay. I go, oh, you got them from eBay. So how much did you pay versus how much did I, was I charged? So now this leaky bottom ring was causing spark plug number one to get full of oil. Okay. Alex pulls it apart, fixes that leak, has to get new gaskets, right? Put them back together. Leak fixed. Okay, now let's just throw new plugs in the bitch, just in case, right? So I start pulling all the plugs, and I noticed oil in other plugs. And I go, why is there oil in this plug? Why is it? Okay, maybe, 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 maybe it was bad E85. I don't know, maybe it was bad E85. Okay, put new plugs in it. Take it to the dyno for the first inaugural watt pulls. <laughs> oh, it's 15 degrees. It's 24 PSI. What the fuck? Fueling looks okay, but then it breaks up here. Maybe it's the two-step. Alex removes the two-step. Two-step is gone. Removing variables. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Pull the spark plugs. They look okay. I'm like, okay, check the gap on all of them. Go back out, do a WAPO, made a thousand, a thousand on at, at, at 5,800 RPM. And I'm like, I'm done. 
I tried to raise timing thinking it was a spark issue. I tried to lower timing. I tried to add fuel. I tried to remove. I'm like, this is, this thing's acting up. Hey, um, I think I got some issues with this motor mechanically. Like there's an issue mechanically. Oh, take a flashlight. Stop. Stop. Start looking at this. Stop. Jake, come over. Let's do a compression test. Compression test. Leak down. We couldn't really do. But we did a compression test. I'm like, hey, compression's okay. But Alex, something's fucked up. Pressurized the cylinders. Put it at top dead center. Air was coming out. Intake and exhaust. After we removed the rocker. Because we agreed to remove the springs. Let's remove the springs. Maybe it's bad springs. Maybe it's valve float. I buy $200 worth in spring removing tools only to find out that the cams are radius at the lobe. So now the tool that I bought doesn't work. And that's when we noticed, let's just pressurize every cylinder with the rockers removed and see what happens. Three leaked. Intake and exhaust. So then I go, okay, fuck. I either have a bent valve or a stuck spring. Okay, so fuck it. Oh, start start looking at I'm not I'm done. O-ring, gasket, old covers, and then this. You really think I'm gonna fucking send it back? You think I'm that fucking stupid? Nah. Nah. I already sent it once. No need to send it back. I saw what the work is like. I'm good. I start taking it apart. And I with my very limited motor building knowledge. Start seeing red flag after fucking red flag. And I'm like Making calls. What third party can look at this that I trust that is willing to do it? Ah, you don't do that shit. Okay, you don't do that shit. Okay, but I really would love for you to do that shit. Okay, well, how about you? How about you? Oh, how, take it to this guy. Take it to Jordan. Take it to NPR. Take it to this guy. Take it to... Take it, take it, take it. I was very honored that someone that I trust and like wanted to take the job in. And he confirmed what I fucking thought the whole time. He literally just... Literally, he, yeah, this is an issue. And I'm like... So you guys want me to fucking bring it back? Cutting the keys is hack Neanderthal shit. You co-sign on it. You're a, you're a Neanderthal hack motherfucker. That's all. That's all. Wants me to send it back. Hey, did you talk to him about sending it back? Look, I'm not stupid. I'm not, I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. So, bro, didn't take a bunk accountability for his BS. Once you named this person, we got we got the shop. But once you put name on it, his business goes, shit, yeah, I'm not going to name the business. You guys can do your due diligence and look it up. But I'm not going to go out there and, and home put home on blast because I want my money back. That's it. I want my fucking money back once I get the valve job and everything. Cams. Cams I might not charge them for because that's something I decided to do. But I'm going to say valve job. Labor. Labor. How much you think in labor in this fucking shit? Come on, stop it. Who was the bill? Okay, I want to go Illuminator for my Gen 1, says Chris, for life. Uh, good. I only see Gen 3 Illuminator. Will it fit on my Gen 1 Coyote with Gen 1 heads, timing components? I don't know that 100%. You do, I have to do the research on the gasket situation. I know for a fact Gen 2 heads will fit with GT500 gaskets. So if you use a Gen 3 bottom end, Gen 2 heads, Predator gaskets, and um, I think. I'm, I'm no motor builder. Um, and Gen 1 timing components. I think that's called a 3-2-1 build. Uh, Money540 says, the engine builder I messaged with the main chassis via an adjustable lower gear, it says it's not worth messing with the cams as they're not enough to make a difference. Exactly. Imagine saying, let's definitely double key the crank dampener, the 10%, 
Let's definitely double key that after it's press fit and after it has a badass retaining ARP bolt. But let's let's slot the cam gear. Stupid shit. Stupid shit. Stupid shit. What kind of influence was Senior in this situation? I know he didn't recommend the guy who fucked you over. Curious to know if the confident Senior before the build. <laughs> no. I said this. I said, I have a GT500. The cam chain's broke. I know of two four-valve builders that I would think about. And one of them I had met. And I went, okay, well, here you go. Give you a chance. And then subsequently shit happened and other history that i took into account trust me look if i didn't know the history of some of the stuff that homeboy has done i would have sent it back but i know the history so i'm good i i learned i learned it's a phd i learned thanks alice for the kenny bell tune looking forward to next week yeah you steve i love you you can't message me on 15 different platforms and expect me to reply you're like you're messaging junior you're messaging me on facebook you're messaging like, in the ticket system is where we talk. And I'm glad your car's running good. Get the fuel system in there and we're going to party. I don't understand this. If I have a customer that has something break on a service product, unless it's egregious abuse, then bring it back. Fix it and move on. No, that's not how it works. I'm not, I'm not going to give them the opportunity to fix it. Why would I give them the opportunity to fix it? Like, why would I give them the opportunity to fix it? <laughs> how nice was it in the week in the Escalade? Quiet, comfortable, and it works as it should. Ken Phillips, Tony was just chilling in the Escalade in the back. 300 mile trip and i was just i'm sorry 150 mile trip or 200 mile trip and i was just cruising adaptive cruise control playing trap music at, at all the way up with the bow stereo the seats are massaging me that truck right then and there earned what uh, what i'm paying for alex i should see my o-rings with a sledgehammer or four pound hammer uh, or give them their money back yes the the, the money back is what i want I don't care about anything else but my money back because I, I'm not, I don't come from money. Money doesn't appear out of thin air. I really bust my ass for money. And when I feel multiple dumb little things are overlooked, like again, you might think the O-ring is not a big issue. What's the big issue, Alex? You have to replace the O-ring on the water pump. You don't get it, man. You don't get it. Put yourself in my shoes and you don't know anything about cars or have any mechanical ability. But you have, let's say you're a doctor and you wanna race your GT500, and you have no mechanical ability, and you pay a shop to do all the work for you. You know how much money you'd be in and out of labor just to fix an issue that shouldn't have been an issue in the first place? Like, I'll give an example. Because you know, you guys don't like hearing how I was a millwright. You know, oh, oh, what does that have to do with anything? Uh, everything. So in my job, previous, you didn't get a second chance. If you work for a municipality or if you work for, let's say, uh, Florida Power and Light, okay? Let's say Florida Power and Light gave you an Ingersoll Rand multi-stage boiler feed pump, which is full of keys, press fits, collars, brass sleeves, stainless sleeves, impellers, dual-stage impellers, triple-stage impellers, bearings, bearing housings, and seals. And it operates at you know, uh, 800 PSI and it spins at 3,200 RPM and it's an oil bath bearing and the tolerances are super tight, right? And, and they give it to Alejandro Flores pump repair and I put it together and I put it in and the moment I pressurize it, it leaks. Ah, oh, fuck, let me fix it. Run it, runs for about 30 hours. Then it develops a maybe inefficiency issue. You know what Ingersoll dresser is going to do or Ingersoll or, or, or the Florida Power and Light? They're going to look at you and go, 
I might give you the opportunity to fix it or I might tell you to fuck off and bring somebody else in here and fix it right. Because the moment you give somebody a chance and multiple issues pop up immediately, second chances are not a thing unless you can't afford it. I luckily am in a position where I bust my ass enough where I can afford to come out of pocket for someone else to fix it. And then once the issues are good, I accumulate all those bills and I invoice the previous person. Hard to trust shops nowadays. That's why I'm assembling my own motor. It blows. I can blame myself. Um, a shop should have changed out the O-ring out of courtesy of the amount of money being spent. Installing a new water pump is basic work. Screwing up, that is pathetic. I agree. And that's the other thing. So I'm one of these crazy guys that I, I, I lube the O-ring. I'm crazy. And this is the other thing. Let, let, let's talk about, oh, bro, we're going to get into this shit. Fuck it. So, the stock gaskets that are on Fords, especially four valve, on your cam cover gaskets, right? They are not compatible with oil. And that's a Ford design. So, when you remove your cam cover and the gasket gets out of the groove, now you have to replace that gasket. You can't just regroup it and put it back on. It is a one-time use because the oil, the petroleum, attacks the material, which I'm suspecting is buna. And it expands the gasket and it's ruined. So I took two, two seconds to look up the material, call Felpro, see if they have a different material, and I receive an orange gasket because I am now doing the gaskets on where the spark plugs are leaking. Boom. Put it down. No leaks. All good. When I remove the motor and I start to disassemble the motor, I remove that side cam cover and the gasket is still in place. It did not get attacked by the oil. Why does a guy that doesn't know shit about anything know to buy an O-ring or gasket material that isn't attacked by the thing it's sealing? Because now I could probably reuse this gasket. I can probably take the little goop apart from the split on the case and, there, and then just re-goop and retorque. Basic 101 stuff. So if basic 101 stuff is, if that's the modus operandi of all four valve motor builders, I'd want nothing to do with them. Sorry I'm late, says Omega. Uh, I'm busy removing all the keys from the synchro hubs since they're held on by a shaft with a nut. Anyway, Medulla Oblongata says, imagine a scratch on the laptop you bought from Amazon. 100%, you would return that fucker immediately. Little things on an engine build costing 10,000 bucks is unacceptable. And before somebody says anything about the price, because big boy motor builds on GT500 motors is crazy. Let's look at um, uh, L&M products. Uh, they have engines. Engines. Okay, let, let, let's look at, let's look at, and, and, and you know what? L&M is getting a free shot out here, and I don't know why. But they, they probably hate us, but I don't hate them. Five liter, five, four, five, eight, short block. Uh, Non-sleeved, 16,000 bucks. Okay? Five, eight, sleeved aluminum short block with billet crankshaft, 23,000 bucks. Five, eight, sleeved aluminum sleeved short block with a regular crank, I would think, 18,000 bucks. 
extra mile long block, $49,995 and a 5.8 liter long block. And I think this is a, probably a, a basic build, like a, like a rods and pistons deal, 35,000 bucks. You understand guys, this isn't cheap and I get it, but this car was already built. This car already had rods. This car already had pistons. This car already had aftermarket cams. It already had sleeves. It was already done. So what the hell did I pay $10,000 for? Labor? Labor. Crown Victoria Lifestyles, let me ask you a question. If the difference between degreeing a cam and not degreeing a cam at an 1,100 horsepower build is 25 horsepower, is it worth cutting the key down to get those four degrees or three degrees or two degrees? Yes or no? I repeat because your name is Crown Victoria Lifestyle, so I definitely have to talk slow. If you gain about 25 horse, hell, let's just say 30, and on an 1,100 horsepower build by dialing in your cams, but to dial them in, they have to file down powdered metal gears and make the key half or a quarter of the size. Is it worth it? Yes or fucking no? No, it's not worth it. Put it straight up. 1100 horse party. No, I got, I got to get this. I got to get this thing right between the, uh, the, uh, the uh, dial indicator, dial indicator. Oh, now you've charged me three hours to dial in cams. Now, now you've charged me three hours for 25 horsepower. Not just no. Fuck no. L&M, you got NSRs? Yep. You know how many shops simply just throw in L&M cams? Bam. Boom, on a stock motor. NSRs mean no spring required. So a shop gets a car in, they want to make 850, they get a 2.4 upper E85, ID 1300s, twin baps, LNM NSRs straight up on the fucking key because the angles and the offset is baked into the cam design. Bam, 850, no problem. Same cams. Raise the compression, raise the boost. Put a whipple on it, get up to about 28 PSI. Same cams, maybe a bit higher compression, rods and pistons. 1,100 horsepower. Senior makes 1,200 horsepower on LM NSR cams. Straight up, no key cutting. Go ahead and talk to me about the green cams. Go ahead and talk to me about doing this. Hell, 25 horsepower on an 1100 horsepower dynapole could be attributed to the measurement uncertainty exactly. Hell, you could have you could you could go up 25 horse based on tire pressure on the dyno. So keep saying that a proper engine builder will do. Meanwhile, you got guys in their fucking garage slapping on a BTR fuck the dolphins in the blowhole cam. Heads and just China choo-choo boys in the bitch running a seven in the Fox body. But a proper engine builder. I love that. But a proper engine builder should be dead. And he has a Crown Victoria. Boy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it, EPA. See, that's the problem. Like a lot of people get into the unnecessary minutia that is 
motor building. You guys think you're fucking mad scientists. And then you you literally say this is a this is a a quality build and a die grinder comes out on timing parts. Like 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 make it make sense. Make it make sense, please. I've been doing it like this. Do you think John Mahovitz has been doing it wrong? How about this? I don't give a fuck what John Mahovitz does. I give two shits about what John Mahovitz does and cosigns on. I look at it and I see the previous failure was right there. Why would you duplicate or make the previous failure easier to achieve by cutting down a timing component? Boy, shut the fuck up. 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 Four percent power differences is ghetto as customer cutting. No thanks. What's his spec and tolerance for grinding keys? Yeah, looks about right. Sets down rusty hand file. I don't know. No, no, no. They they actually um, these builders they show you a like a like a tool like a like a like a Christmas tree shaped cutter with like a carbide like a carbide cutter or something like that. And they're like, <laughs> I've been using this dude for twenty years. I've never had an issue. Three hundred horsepower Cobra. Those parts were for another build. He was just cleaning off his spare parts. So supposedly I received my old shit back. I said, I want my old pistons. He goes, they're pretty beat up. I didn't ask you if they were beat up. I said, I want them back. Because I don't want them ending up somewhere coded. Why are they in storage? Why are they, why, why are they in storage? Why didn't they get sent back automatically? Oh, you know, I, just, I, got, I got some stuff on the shelf that... Uh, let me ask you this. You want an engine builder to check everything but tell him, no, you could just throw the cams in there, don't you? Wow. JD Swag, uh, can you copy that and make it the comment of the week? Because this literally tells me what the deal is. Let me ask you this. You want an engine? Okay, I'm going to decipher retard for you guys. Let me ask you this. You want an engine builder to check everything but tell him, no, you could... Just throw cams in there. Don't check where the intake center line is at. Vic- Crown Victoria Lifestyles, this is what I would say. Throw in L&M NSRs. Straight up. You need more room? Get a thicker gasket. I don't know. What the fuck do you want me to do? Oh, 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 throw in a- Why do I say throw in L&M NSRs? Because that's what... If I've tuned 214 GT500s, a hundred, that, that have made a thousand horsepower and up, eighty-five percent have L and M NSRs. Center line. Um, I showed video clip about the key cut to a few, few four valve and coyote guys at our weekly car show last night, and they all said, "Um, no, that's idiotic." Oh, but you're at a car show, Omega. You don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Slowest Turbo VTech says, something that seems to be ignored by the defenders is this. The example and difference in chain length due to cutting the deck has an effect on primary position. However, this cutting is the secondary. Um, doesn't make sense. The cams are getting closer together if the difference in LSA is there. Is the cam not being ground to correct the center line? If the chain's being off, he just had a stroke, said DPA. He can't even speak English, says Michael Hadziki. Uh, says, again, when you get your heads milled and blocked deck, center lines can change a whole lot. You could be off more than you think. Only way to know is to check the possibility of misfires. See, this is why I love the fact that people like this comment because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Let me ask you a question, Crown Victoria Lifestyles. How many blocks have you decked? How many motors have you, how many motors have you built, tuned, or seen to make 1,100 horsepower on basic shit? I've seen 1,100 horsepower setups that, were, that did 1,100 by mistake. 
They just threw Camden and it was good. Dude, had a stroke typing that. Uh, LT4, way more easier to work on. Golly, I'll keep my 5.8 bolt on. Causes, because he's so mad that he's typing crazy fast. Hockey Tough, they're your pistons. I don't. I don't know if they're my pistons, D-Rock Fox, but I'm going to just get them. Uh, some kind of piston. It was a It was a, um, a diamond. Okay. Where is it? Hold, 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 please. So, previous motor was built by NPR. Look at this. Look, look at this. Look, look, look at all the specs. Look at all the specs. It was built back in 2016. It's 2023 now. Look at all the specs. We got uh, rod bearing clearance, crankshaft main journal, piston size, bore size, pin diameter, piston and valve clearance, torquing specs, cam 121, 1125, da, 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 stock gears. All the exhaust cams, new used, intake cams, da, 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 stock gears. No degreeing, no weirdness, no nothing like that. Va piston to valve clearance. Look, piston to valve clearance. He's got piston to valve clearance. He's got an actual value to piston to valve clearance. Interesting. Um, cam, the Loctite, the comments, starting Gen 3 sleeves, 44 degrees CHA, honed at 95, blah, 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 blah. Rod part number, main, piston, diamond. Okay, this is how I know. See, D-Rock Fox, thank you for asking that. Diamond. One two one three three one five six. So say what you want about NPR. That I have a history of the motor when it was sent to him. So say what you want. Say what you want. I got it here. Um, what up? I only have a couple of more weeks left in this shithole desert <laughs> before I get back home to my Gen 3 and possibly pick up my Boss 302. Make sure that your dealer didn't sell your car out from under you. I guess some uh, soldier was uh, promised a, a, a 170 or whatever the hell it's called. 120. What the fuck's it called? The uh, the demon one whatever. Um, and um, it got sold from under him from, by Mack Hike Ford, which is like a kind of a sus dealership in the Houston area. No time for sheets and specs. I'm building Meth Lab rocket chips. Pass me the yellow drill. He has a Crown Vic. He must be a cleetard. Awesome. Four valve keyway video. Thank you. Appreciate all the information you share with us. How are builders able to guarantee the exact degree of a ground keyway cam that isn't under tension from the tensioner? I mean, if one degree makes a difference, doesn't it affect the four valve guys? Right. So, Crown Victoria Lifestyles. Was the timing system pressurized after the cams were degreed? Was the timing system pressurized? Yes, the tensioners at full tension. Were they pressurized when the cams were degreed? Motor builders, are you pressurizing the tensioners when you're dialing in your cams? Yes or no? And if you are, how are you dialing in your angle? If the chain system is slacked with no pressure, Oh, it's got plenty of pressure. It only moves about little, 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 little. Demon 170, thank you so much. 170. Stop it, stop it. Um, he's probably going to send you some pistons he had from 10 years. I got the part number. If there's no visible part number under, you know, I got it here. Um, damn, the history. Can't delete these cookies. I am so happy I have this to reference for everything. And I even got the balance. Look, I got the balance sheet. I got the balance sheet on a dynamic balancing machine. I have the balance sheet. Well, what did I get with the other one? 
a broken O-ring, a leaky spark plug uh, 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 gasket, and floating valves for $10,700. How would you fucking feel? Huh? I am not out of line on this one. I am on the fucking money. And you know what? I hope you're the same way. I hope that when you make it a little bit in life and you decide to get a toy going and you send it to someone, that they're accountable. That they're accountable. And I'm not going to give up another person a second chance to fuck me on this. So I'm definitely going to get it fixed and I'm going to invoice the person and say, this is my cost to fix your incompetent build. Because look at all the stuff I got from the previous build. I got like everything. I got all this stuff. So this will be in my, I'm going to frame this. Because it's, so it's so hilarious. In terms of the history of the show, I'm going to frame this. Sorry, I came off as a neurodivergent, says slow as turbo vortex. My point is the secondary should never need moved if the cams are ground on the correct center line. <laughs> I agree. Does Turby work with Chrome Victive Lifestyle? That's a killer build, Chief. For what you pay for a mod motor build, you should get those specs. If they don't give them to you, I smell shit. Maniac 50 says, I got to watch later. I just want to remind everyone that DeWalt and Milwaukee are literally the same level of tool. Was DeWalt for the last 20 years switched to Milwaukee for the warranty? Yeah, no, that's all. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> they, they made fun of DeWalt. I don't get <laughs> It's tribal. Tools are a very tribal thing. The secondary springs are, are, the secondary has springs that are strong enough for most applications. And the primaries need help from a clamp to ensure the primary guide is loading the chain. Uh, you would expect that kind of paper from a builder. Are the sponsors just going to be car related? No, Jocko Bell. If you want to make, I used to have a cookie people, but you know, I wanted to keep it car related. But if you want to be like machining or some kind, I don't want you to like promote like your fucking underwear or, or, or you know, socks. I want it to be a car centric channel. Um, cool. Trivia Kunisek uses four valves on the early cars. Wonder if they grind their keyways. I, that's a great question. I, I, hmm. Hmm. Ah, let me see. Um, <laughs> how can I find that? Koenigsegg timing components? Koenigsegg. Koenigsegg. What is Koenigsegg free valve? No. Koenigsegg subsidiary camless engine. Look, they even went camless. They were so smart. They went camless. <laughs> ah, I fucking love it. Engine. Images. 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 Let me see if I see any cam gears for the Koenigsegg. I know there's nothing. Kind of say uh, cam timing components. Let me see. Cam. <laughs> We're talking all that shit. No, they're talking about the cam list engine. See, Kunisek is so smart. They stopped fucking with cams. <laughs> like, fuck cams. The build is definitely what you're getting paid for. Alex, got to get that flashlight sponsorship. Alex, out of curiosity, says Danny Monge. Has the engine builder reached out to you, said anything during the signing process after all the videos and try to be proactive? I don't care if he does or doesn't, but he has not. But I don't care if he does or doesn't. I All I want is a PayPal or a, a check for the amount of work it took me to get it right. That's all I want. And then never, two ships passing in the night. I don't got to say hi to you. You don't get to say hi to me. No no bad feelings, but I won't recommend anyone to your shit. But you're definitely going to get me right. You're definitely going to get me right. This show doesn't matter, right? This show is not that influential. Imagine me going on a tirade every fucking day. I can't. I got it. I got to talk about Teslas and girl car girl YouTubers, but this motor debacle has seen has seemed to like just captivate a whole bunch of people. I missed a cookie giveaway. Hit him up. 
No plug, but no butt plug sponsor. I bet if you asked, you'd get that kind of spec sheet when you order an illuminator. Jesco is a monster. You know who also the motor builder that I went took my stuff to. He has meticulous note taking, tons. So if you're paying, if you're spending twenty plus thousand dollars, thirty plus thousand dollars, hell, ten plus thousand dollars on a build, you should have a process of putting something down on a spec sheet what the final tolerances are, so that if a failure happens, you now know. What gets me, says Kyle, is the fact that he could have said something and go the extra mile to make sure things are done well, correct. Okay, so this is what we're told. I'll be down there late January for a race. Maybe I could, maybe I could replace the springs then. That wasn't good enough. Alex, what was your setup on the uh, F-150? Just snagged the 19 RCSB FX4. So, Parker, the truck went 12-2 on the street. Um, it was a regular cab, short bed, 18 manifold, muffler delete, still had cats, still had manifolds, E85 and a PMAS colder intake. That's it. I'm sorry. It also had a drop kit. It had a, uh, I forget who, it had a drop kit, and it had race stars. So I launched on four-wheel drive on race stars uh, with a drop kit, 18 manifold, shifting at 7,800 RPMs with a PMAS cold air and E85, and it ran 12-2 on the street. Um, I got It got my attention. Um, he makes you wonder about the specs. I miss cookie giveaways too. 300-mile-an-hour car. Crown Victoria has left the chat. No, no, no. I think he thinks he knows. He thinks he's read enough stuff to, to say something. He's a four-valve fan. I'm not a four-valve fan. I'm a Coyote guy. But now that I see this four-valve stuff happening, I go, is this common? And guys, if you were thinking about buying a four-valve, meaning Cobra, GT500, let it be known. Engine builders think this is cool. So you have to understand, you're stepping into a platform where they think a certain way. So you have to decide whether you want to deal with that platform thought process. Now, the best thing I can do is shine a light on how they think and go, this is how they think. This is how they adjust things. This is how they think it's cool. I disagree wholeheartedly. And I think there's a better way of doing this. And now I'm getting not attacked, but I'm getting basically made fun of because I don't know what I'm talking about. Meanwhile, the more I talk and the more logic I put out there, the more I make them wonder, fuck, he might have a point because he had two failures happen in the same spot and now he has bent valves and maybe our key cutting process with a 9,000 RPM fucking motor or whatever the fuck it is, is probably, it should probably be revised. Um, I haven't asked for my money back, Mike and Sons Garage, because I don't know how much to invoice yet. So the cams, I'm not going to ask for money back, but I'm definitely going to ask for money back on the gears. I didn't need 10 millimeter timing set. Just didn't need it. It's just, it's just, it was just an upsell. Okay, cool. The cam covers, I'd love to know how much I was. I was charged 1500 bucks for the timing set. So let's go to L&M. Okay, so here we go. L&M again. So I am getting my prices from L&M because they're the only, I think, four valve people in the game. So they have, an, they have a $1,500, okay, ultimate time set. Okay, so let's. Okay, so LM sells a ultimate timing chain set. Very expensive. Covers, adjustable gears. Oh, does that does that highlight? Oh, here we go. Covers, adjustable gears. Uh, some kind of bolt. 
Campbell. I don't know what the fuck this is. Um, guides, L&M guides, 10 millimeter chain upgrade. Okay. So you get these, but then you replace these with these. These are 400 bucks. And you also have adjustable, uh, I don't know what you call these primaries, primary, I don't know the, the main drive adjustable drive set. This is the ultimate timing kit. Thirty nine twenty five, but I think they have a fifteen hundred dollars set for um, the kit. The the covers, I think the covers are seven ninety five. Let me see. Let me go back. Seven ninety five for the covers, and I think this and the timing set. See how much was I charged for this? Because if this is seven ninety five, and the timing set, the ultimate timing set is like seventeen hundred bucks. Let's go to products. Products. Uh, five four five eight. Rotating assembly, main rod bearing cylinder, timing components. Uh, camshaft install kit. Okay, actually, see these gaskets? They're not blue. These are those fucking blue gaskets that that get attacked. These are the good, the good gaskets. They don't get attacked. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay, here we go. GT40 Supercar 10 millimeter timing kit, 642. So let's put this in the cart. Okay, let's do it right here. Shout out to LNM. Oh, no, not that. Go back. And let's put the covers. Add to cart. So what's let's what's in the cart? $1,437. I was charged 1600 bucks for this upgrade. I was charged 16 or 1700 bucks for this upgrade. And then he said, I got those off of eBay with a broken stud inside them. You want me to show you the broken stud? I'll show you the broken stud. I watched the cams and teardown video. Those car, those cam keyed ends are dog shit. No chance I'd reuse those on even the worst build, much less a big power effort. Yikes. Thank you, Barker. Some people literally swear by key cutting and it's blown. It's crazy. What's the main change in the deck surface? Head gasket or head surface to require the green cams. If I miss the key, if I miss, if I miss, I miss if the keys could have already been ground when you bought the car. According to the video I showed earlier, if you go back to the beginning of the video, the key broke on the stock gear and it looked to be a full-size key. A red flag to me is not sending back old parts. I send everything back to the customer because it proves it was replaced. Ray, Rudy Bukala says, yeah, no thanks. Always wanted to sell mine and upgrade it to 14 GT500. Won't touch it with a 10-foot pole. People say, people just lazy to hit the like button. You are holding engine builders responsible for their fuckery. That's all I'm doing. And maybe you don't like that. Maybe you, you think you guys were holding the keys to horsepower when at the end of the day, a lot of you are fucking people. Remember when I went on a tirade before this happened about illuminators? I don't trust Coyote Builders either. I trust maybe two. 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 Do you don't think... Okay. Let, 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 let's do some critical thinking here because, you know, you guys are pretty smart. I know a, a, a company that was running 7-2, 7-1... 7-0, motor issue, 7-1, 7-2, motor issue. Then they said, okay, we got to try something else. Went somewhere else, and it went a lot quicker right off the rip. 
Same combo. Just different motor. But um, there you go. I used a comp, a C-clamp to simulate oil pressure on C-clamp? A C-clamp to simulate oil pressure on the tensioners. That's why the chain did not have any slack in it. A, a C-clamp. You put a C-clamp. You didn't pressurize the oiling system with something else? Oh, my Lord. And you got used covers for 1600. I would have stuck them where the sun don't shine. Um, the other thing is it lasted, what, a month? And you didn't even get to run it, really. A few dino pulls and it was falling right, right off the rip. Critical thinking is king daddy. I'm just saying, I know a guy that had a certain situation, changed situations, instantly had success. Crazy stuff. Um, you use clamps for, to get rid of the slack. You use clamps. You use clamps. You don't pressurize it like stock. Well, how else would you pressurize the oiling system? I don't know. How else would you pressurize the oiling system? You use clamps. Fafo. This is a shining example of Fafo. New people are to know. King. Yeah, exactly. Crown Vic's got to be a troll at this point. Cutting keys is where... Is when there's adjustable gears is true fuckery. My dad is a lifelong mechanic. He said cutting key is Mickey Mouse shit. Only acceptable cutting is on the key that is too big. Not for adjustable timing will never work. Eminem says, Hey Alex, what's the best way to test if my fuel pump controller is taking a shit? What are you experiencing? Like I usually tell people if you have like an FC2 controller and the second pump isn't coming on, switch the leads. Switch the leads. So if if, if pump one is pumping and pump two is not pumping, Take the leads from pump two and put it in pump one on the controller. And now you'll know if your FC2 or FC3 controller is fucking up. With great enthusiasm, we were blowing off keyways in the weeds. I don't understand why you would ever remove material from something like that. Let's just fuck up the structural integrity. No, no, no. The bolt, the bolt retains the cam gear. So a key is secondary. By the way, they double key the crankshaft on, the, on, on, on big power builds. Pressed fit. Retained with an ARP bolt, already has a key, they add another key. Mind blown. Struggling to find where your money went because none of it makes sense. So I paid $10,000 for um, used valve covers, 10 millimeter timing upgrade, a valve job, and 12 to 1 pistons. 10000 bucks. Is it possible for the chain to jump a tooth? Just messing up the timing with the ground, ground down key. Sent off our four-valve camps to get worked on shortly after it had a failure. Blue Bean, Crown Vic is Admiral Peck. Crown Vic, go back to slinging drugs. Who built the motor? <laughs> Again, there's a reason I'm not saying it. You guys can do some research. Obviously, it's really, really straightforward. But then that person can never say, you said I suck. No. There are some weird, weird people out there that, that, that try to get you on, uh, on stuff you said. And I am smart enough to avoid certain key phrases. Not that anything's going to happen. Because who got screwed out of this whole deal? Like, who got screwed out of this whole deal? Me. And if they lose business because of this, good. You should lose business because of this. I mean, you have to lose business because of this. Uh, the Jacko Bell says, do you think 1.7 rockers are worth to do on a stock 302? Yes. Stock 302, stock cam. If you get like a B cam or anything like that, <laughs> a B cam, you could get like one sixes. 
My lump blue goose shirt gave me my answer. I see the companies on it compared to my gray goose hoodie and got the answer. I say that again. My Lund Blue Goose shirt gave me my answer. I see the companies on it compared to my Grey Goose hoodie and got my answer. Four Valve Mechanics are pissed off for being exposed. They're not pissed off for being exposed. They don't like that a guy they think is a douchebag hat-flipping guy is out there saying something contrary to, and this is what they say. I've literally had a guy say this, and he self-snitches on my fucking, go to my fucking uh, um, comment section. This guy self-snitches. Mahovitz does it. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if Dale Earnhardt himself and John Force does it. Don't mean it's right. Uh, if Mahovitz does it. My controller will key on and both pumps will power on, but I'm losing pressure on key on. That's normal. That's normal to lose pressure on key on. How about when the car's running? Does pressure stay on? Because the pumps prime, M&M, the pumps prime like stock. Bzzz, and then you should lose pressure because everything kind of gets filled up and there is maybe a bleed back effect, especially if it's a return style system, it's probably trying to return back to the tank. So, but once the car is running, it maintains pressure. And once the car at higher PM fuel pressure goes up with boost, you're okay. That's all he did for 10,700 bucks. How many months to do it? Six, six or so. Gail Banks has a Marauder as a daily driver. Let's ask him if he cut the keyway. Are the valves confirmed bent on the leaky cylinders? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. Um, I haven't heard yet. Yep, stock cam. It has 150 shot on it. I do 17 all day. No problem. You may not say it, but it'll be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not even gonna read it. Coyote Austin says, I don't doubt the bolt can hold tension. On diesel for high-pressure fuel pump, the gear's only held on with a bolt, 79 foot-pounds, nothing else holds it. But back to the main thing, cutting keyway is odd. I don't think Dale do it anymore. <laughs> Stop. Dead Dale jokes are bad. I think what's worse is the douchebag half-flipper is the only one holding the industry accountable, and that's the rub. The rub is guys that race, guys that get after it, you're not even a racer. What the fuck do you know? More than you, apparently. They're, they, they, they hear something and it bleeds down and no one checks them. Right? It's like a tree. You know, cut the keys. Okay, cut the keys. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, oh cut, cut the keys. And then I go, that's stupid because I had one failure of a key sprocket and the second failure which I didn't say it's the key that caused it. I said, I got bent valves. And then I made a couple of observations that go, well, if this is like this and that is like that, the chances that this happens is high. And then when you see the material raised on the camshaft makes you go, yep, it's a possibility. Unreal. I think Cat Williams exposed the new motor builder in his interview. He exposed everything. I was wondering about the Grey Goose, to be honest. One thing changed, and it went sixes, says Mr. King. One thing changed, and it went sixes. Obviously, the turbo kit. Actually, yeah, the turbo kit and the motor changed. Gail Banks also has a 544 GT. Alex, you're guilty of common sense. But Alex, that's racing. When someone says that's racing, I know someone that's got $70,000 into unfucking stuff. I know somebody that has about $70,000 into unfucking stuff. I don't know how they I don't know how they don't explode. It's steady when it's on. Might be one PSI or so. You're fine, Eminem. I don't think it's a problem. A valve job consists of eyeballing it, scraping the screwdriver, and a valve cover. Oh, by the way, and not extracting the broken stud. 
not extracting the broken stud. Did you think I wasn't going to notice? Oil leak. Did you think I wasn't going to notice? Did you look at that big cut part on the bottom of the valve cover, cam cover, and say, that'll seal, it's all good? When you slam the O-ring in, did you just pow? You didn't lube it up and slowly walk it into place and then torque the bolts down? It's, it's just a microcosm of the build process, and I'm paying for it forever. Plain and simple. Uh, got to roll. Uh, Going to put valves on the table. Exactly. Got to roll valves on the table. David Cowboy says, did they even put Loctite on the boat? That they did. Plenty of that. Now they're going to have more customers asking for billet adjustable cam gears instead of believing you need my special work. It cuts down on labor. I think you should get LNM NSRs in. If you don't have any crazy decking happening, LNM NSRs, put them in straight up, check piston valve clearance, be done. Not degreeing them to like the nth degree seven hours later so you can charge $700 for degreeing cams. Is there, is there a build sheet? Is there a time? Is there a time? Let me see. Hold on. Crankshaft main journal. Cam. Left. Right. Old. New. Stock. No, there's no time. Hydraulic. Hydraulic. NA. Push rod length. NA. Valve. Blah, 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 rocker stand. Main side rod head. No. No time. But imagine it takes somebody three hours or two hours to degree cams in. Just check piston valve clearance, right? Oh, what do you mean just check? That's how you check. Okay, cool. How come L&M, NSRs, get bolted in every fucking day in garages all over the fucking earth and it's not a problem literally ever? Oh, it's stock pistons. I don't know. I've seen seniors L&Ms just go in on a 11 to 1 motor and they make 1,200 horsepower. All right, guys. Thank you very much for hanging out with me. We talked about Tesla for a millisecond about the um, Hertz dumping them and the love affair with electric is over. The love affair with electric, it's becoming more of a nuisance. People are realizing it. And once BYD starts bringing Chinese fucking cars into America, Tesla is going to have trouble justifying. Actually, they're dropping prices. And I think that's why Hertz was like, fuck you. Why did you drop the price on the car? Now it's a cheap car. Now people think we can't, we can't, Charge people more money for a Tesla if you keep dropping the price. But Tesla has to compete with BYD and others because they're catching up. And the self-drive stuff is a fucking gimmick. If you're going to get in a car that weighs 4,000 pounds and you're going to let go of the steering wheel and go and jerk off to Pornhub to the center display, you probably shouldn't be driving a fucking car. You should just Uber everywhere because that's probably about as... It makes sense. If you don't want to drive... You get a Tesla. Like, it blows my fucking mind. Have a good rest of your Sunday. Hopefully, Crown Victoria Lifestyle. Oh, Keyboard Wars, asshole. You're the one who puts clamps on chains. And you're the one that has never tuned hundreds of LM NSR gt 500s on the fucking planet. You fucking moron. Shut the fuck up. If you co-sign on a build that blew apart within 300 miles and say that it's my fault somehow by showing you the build process and what they did bro you got you got it way super fucked up the four valve motor building gang is full of fucking clown shows sorry for exposing you do better plain and simple have a good rest of your day i'll see you guys on tuesday for talking shit tuesday have a good rest of your sunday enjoy football whatever the fuck you guys do i'm gonna probably work on some videos because i found some new ai tools that you know, populate, make clips. So you're going to see a lot of clips showing up on shorts. Hey, yo, you're going to see a lot of clips showing up on Instagram with some AI tools. So be on the lookout for that. The description is going to sound like AI, but I'm trying to do it so that the algorithm, the algorithm 
actually kicks in and we can get paid. So I can actually send motors out to people that are competent. Have a good rest of your Sunday. See you guys later. Bye.